Hello and welcome everyone back to the podcast. This is JW Marshall, online learning consultant at MarketScale. We are still live here at the TCEA. As you can hear, there's activity in the background. Uh, lots of exciting learning going on uh, throughout these halls, throughout the trade show floor. Um, and with us now, we have, uh, are excited to have our new guest, Mark Jones. He is the VP of Sales at Front Row. Um, and so I'll let Mark introduce himself uh, and tell us a little bit about what Front Row does uh, as it pertains to education. Uh, thanks, JW. Yeah, I've been in classroom audio for 18 years. Uh, truly a passion of mine. Great things happen when teachers wear microphones. But the, the business has evolved a lot since uh, simply speakers and a microphone in the classroom. Today, our systems are networked for ease of management and uh, to make it easier for teachers to, to control all the audio video and things going on in their classrooms, as well as at a, at a school-wide district level to manage those. And it's also part of a, an, a campus-wide IP-based paging intercom bells and emergency alert system uh, that in, incorporates some neat safety features for the, the teachers, panic buttons, and, and that sort of thing. So it's come a long way in oh, 20 years. Sounds like it uh, is uh, more than even three-dimensional now. Um, what are some of the conversations that you've been having here at the show, and, and who are you typically talking with? Is it uh, CIOs, CTOs, tech uh, directors, um, who are you usually talking to and what are you guys talking about? Well, here at TCA, which is obviously one of the best shows in the country, people come from all over the place, but when they come to us, uh, they're coming from one of two different directions. They could be uh, instructional, you know, because our ultimately a, a classroom audio system, we're a full AV system, so it's not just microphones and sound, but full AV control and switching and everything else. Uh, products like our Juno and our Easy Room classroom systems just make it very easy for teachers to, to manage all of the technology. We make all the switching seamless, touchscreen controls and voice commands, lesson capture, lots of exciting things. So teachers and instructional people come to us and they look at those sorts of things, but from an IT perspective, uh, or even superintendents, they're more interested in campus communication, particularly when it comes to emergency alerts uh, and getting those notifications out. Because in an emergency situation, being able to communicate everything to everyone in a split second, uh, everywhere that it needs to get, that's, that's what's uh, probably the most vital step you can take in, in creating an emergency preparedness plan. So we have a lot of discussions about uh, how we can help improve that, their communication, uh, using the network they already have installed in their school. Wow, uh, and what is something in those conversations that uh, you he often hear the administrator saying, I'm glad we had this conversation because I didn't know X. Um, oh, yeah. And then maybe uh -huh. there's a lot of X's, but you know, what, what, what would be one or a few uh, that uh, for our listeners out there now, if they happen to be uh, a district administrator, uh, we'll, could we educate them on so that they have more knowledge on the subject? Sure. I think the biggest thing is it's not as hard as they thought it would be. Um, they, the old paging systems, which, you know, for in their defense, have lasted a very long time. Most schools have a very old switch box in the office and, and a 70-volt system and all these speakers installed in their school. And they think replacing that looks like a monumental task. It's probably very expensive with all the, the new uh, uh, touchscreen interfaces and everything. And, and the truth is, it's just not. It's quite simple. We leverage the investment 
that they've already made wiring their school for a, for a wired network. So they've already done a, a big part of the installation by, by putting network in their school. But then we can also utilize a lot of that existing infrastructure. So all those speakers down the hallway and in the cafeteria, those don't have to go away. Our system is designed to lay over top and give them all that front end uh, intelligence that we need uh, and that the school needs to get all the communication out, text, email, faculty and staff, tell the, the access system to lock the doors or unlock the doors, uh, create all the announcements, all of that sort of thing done at the touch of a button, whether that button's on a phone, on an app, or under the desk in the front of the office. All of that happens at the touch of a button. It's, it's not that hard to do or that expensive. Wow, that is really great for everyone to know because I would have thought the same thing, that this is probably a, a really costly, time-consuming kind of process. Um, where do you guys uh, fall as far as uh, a district that's interested? Um, do you assess their current plans? Do you help them kind of look at where there may be some gaps and how you can help kind of advise and, and help them overcome those? Is that typically a one-time you know time process or is it continuing to evolve? Well. When it comes to the folks that are interested, they, they usually contact our company directly and talk directly with one of my product experts. I have uh, representatives all around the country. We don't sell products to schools. We have a, a large network, 150 different reseller partners that we value very much that handle the installations and things. But if they just want information, it's great to have a, a WebEx one-on-one -on -one about your school and about your needs. Uh, where we can address all of those questions in a non-sales environment mm -hmm. uh, where they can get all their uh, questions answered. And, and when they're ready to get some pricing, then we, we bring in the resellers and they can get, uh, get quotes to the schools. But they like to be able to know they're dealing directly with a company that's going to support them after the sale. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, nationwide, we have so many existing uh, places that it's also great if they can to take a tour of a district that already has it. We have districts with 30, 40, 50, even 60 buildings in their district Wow! running conductors. So they've been buying and putting it in for over 10 years. And most companies are just bringing out IP-based paging and intercom today. Right. Um, and we, we've got a 10-year history of, of putting this in schools and improving upon it. So if they're looking to do something Frankly, most people know they're going to have to do something right. to improve communications in their schools. Um, they need to look at Conductor. It, it's the best on the market. Wow. And even in some states, I know Texas has adopted some new laws around safety and security on schools. So uh, that's something that, uh, you know, is another driver of this yeah. is really an important, uh, you know, issue and it's not going away. Mm -hmm. And let's get ahead of it. If you feel like you're behind, it's not too late. It's not too costly. Um, you know, have those conversations. Seek out that uh, expert, uh, you know, advice so that you can uh, get up to speed and, and it's not it's not going to kill you. It's going to be all right. Yeah. Um, and they can find a lot of information about it. There's uh, even funding available for, right. for uh, safety and communication, uh, depending on what state they're in. But on our website at gofrontrow.com, uh, there's a lot of information. If you look up conductor, you can see some uh, explanation videos and things that go through all the features. Uh, but then please do just click and contact and let us uh, help you what's available in your particular area. Perfect. Um, I know there's a. this is becoming a more uh, crowded space with more you know companies getting into um, security for sure um, what are some of the things that make front row unique 
um, I guess, to uh, some of the competition that's growing out there that may not have the experience levels that you guys have. Um, what would you say are your key differentiators? Well, there's there's quite a few, depending on which, which way you want to look at it. Certainly the experience uh, is there. Talking to the, the schools that have implemented us for a long period of time, um, <laughs> thanking them for their business, of course, but asking them why why they continue to do every new school they build and, and work backwards to retrofit all their existing buildings. Why do they continually buy conductor? And what they tell me is it's a combination of the ease of use mm. and the fact that they really own it. Uh, and what I mean by own it is there's, there's no ongoing quarterly or annual licensing fees of any kind. It, it's a software, hardware product, but they own it all. And then the IT department the network administrators really can own the product because every device on our network, every phone interface, uh, every classroom system, every one of those are IP addressable with a browser-based interface. So they're able to get in there, make changes, and change zones, and do everything they want to do, maybe with a support call free to our office. Uh, but they don't have to go back to a dealer time and time again to make changes. And I think that's where people are really frustrated with technology is when it's not easy to, to evolve and adapt it on your own. And so the IT departments, they, they love Conductor because uh, they know it inside and out and they're able to, to do what they need to do as the, the school changes and grows and classrooms change. And, and that's a reoccurring theme for 2020 as well. It's got to be easy to use. Um, and the companies that are winning in this space are typically offering complex solutions that are made easy to the end users, whether that's students or educators or district folks. Um, they're making it feel easy and seem easy um, to be able to properly implement and, and that sort of thing. Um, I think we're also seeing what you're describing as a partnership model versus a vendor model. And it sounds like you've been doing that for a while, which is why you have these customers continuing to work with you. Um, a lot of these newer companies haven't figured that out yet. And fortunately, in talking to our educators, our administrators, they're starting to demand that of you know companies that this isn't a one-time purchase anymore this is an ongoing partnership um, and I like the other thing you said about owning the system physically but it seems like you're also empowering the tech people to take ownership of the process of the technology of the the hardware uh, and really make it their own and and I'm assuming that there's some training that goes along with that um, what kind of onboarding and training do you guys provide? Or is that uh, something you coordinate with the third-party vendors? Uh, we do a bit of both. Um, the one great thing about getting this is Front Row is going to stand behind everything with our field engineering support. Um, depending on the reseller, you know, often the uh, lowest bidder gets it installed. But it, it doesn't matter who wins the bid and who you get elected to put the things in because uh, Front Row's field engineers to be on site to make sure everything's running exactly this way we said it would work. Um, and ongoing support is the same way. We have some amazing reseller partners who have put in hundreds of schools and uh, they're certified with us and that's fantastic. But if it's a reseller's first time, it's gonna be one of our engineers on site to both train them and to work with the school to make sure everything goes smoothly. That's great. So you're guaranteeing success in your model uh, one way or another, and, and that's something that not everybody can say. That's really... Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, our, we're, we've, uh, we're an old business, you know, over, over 20-some years old, uh, serving schools. We're only K-12. It's all that we do. And, uh, and you've got to protect that reputation, right? You've got to stand behind your products. Anybody who's had our classroom audio products, they know that it's quality built. 
uh, and that uh, our warranty on all the products uh, is, is stood behind for a long time. So. That's great. And just to shift one last time back into the, since you mentioned the classroom audio, uh, give us some stats you were sharing with me earlier on uh, the need for, for audio in the classrooms. If there are educators out there listening or districts listening that uh, aren't doing that, why should they, you know, take, take a deeper look into that? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. As they travel the U.S., there are certainly pockets, right, where classroom adoption or classroom audio adoption is a very high level. But it's also inside the states. You can have one district where every teacher wears a microphone, and the district next door doesn't know what classroom audio is. Yep. It's not uncommon. But like I said, I've sold classroom audio for 18 years, and there isn't a better bang for the buck instructionally uh, than a classroom audio system in the classroom. You know, you can you can pull it in for around $1,200 or so. Uh, that's the price of a you know a PC in a room that might help one kid in one subject a few hours a day. Right. A classroom audio system helps all kids in all subjects all day long. Teachers are the number one occupation for vocal damage, laryngitis. You can hear me. My, yeah, it's the I have end my of three days of trade I have my show. trade show voice going. Yep. And um, we. We, unlike a lot of things, you wander up and down the aisles, right? There's going to be a lot of people here that say, oh, we raise test scores, right? right? You'll never hear that from front row. We know good teachers raise test scores, right? The right teaching methodologies, good curriculum, <coughs> all of that combined makes highly effective teachers, and highly effective teachers are what raise test scores. What a classroom audio system is, simply a tool that leverages all that. You know, we want to make sure that every kid is getting every bit of that spoken instruction and curriculum as possible. Attention level goes up. In other words, off-task behavior goes down. Yep. Uh, the teacher isn't repeating directions as often. They have more energy because they're not using it, booming a big teacher voice. Um, and all of that, it just makes it very simple. And there's all of these technologies, as fantastic as they are, they also involve changing your curriculum or changing your instructional methodology. And that is... A hard thing to do with with teaching staff there can be resistance uh, it can be a you, you hire a bunch of instructional coaches to try to merge your curriculum and your technology together but with a classroom audio system you just put the mic on and do what you were doing before and the benefits are amazing and they're instant it's, a, it's an instant enhancement to the classroom exactly and, and i think you bring up a good point we'll end on this this is another 2020 trend that we're seeing is more of a focus on the classroom environment whether that's the LED boards uh, and how there's evolution there, whether it's audio, whether it's the colors of the chairs, you know, yeah. there's really uh, been this trend moving towards making sure that that environment is specific to that teacher, those students, um, and creating the most conducive learning environment possible. And so this is another component that probably often gets overlooked. Um, is that audio component and so uh, I'm glad we got a chance to touch on that. That's probably uh, a whole segment on its own that we're going to have to do next time um, and I won't even touch it but change management for schools and school districts is probably a whole series, a year-long series of podcasts that uh, yes, is. is probably worth doing uh, as well so thanks for giving me more work. Um, <laughs> 
this is our last uh, show for the uh, TCA conference, so I want to thank Mark again for being here with us and his time uh, as it's almost time to uh, head to the airports and, and head home. Uh, thank all my listeners. Hopefully you've listened to every single one of these podcasts, um, and uh, if you did, send me an email and uh, I'll send you a t-shirt. Uh, they're literally coming on and uh, telling us that the show is closing in 15 minutes, uh, so thank you again for joining us, and uh, we'll see you on our next series. All right, great. Thanks for having me, Jed, always.